Hey everyone, and welcome to Hall Talk, where we talk all things hoe and pop culture. So from your head to your mother toe, pop that pussy and don't be slow because it's hoe talk. Order in the mother court. It's hoe time with the honorable judges, Mayanna and Crystal, aka me. Today, I'm so excited to introduce our panel of straight men, y'all. We actually got some niggas with some common sense up in the building <laughs> to answer some questions for us that I'm interested in hearing what they have to say. And I'm sure y'all will be interested in hearing what they have to say as well. So first we have Charles. He's a very extremely super talented musician, a drummer to be specific. Next, we have Adrian. He has his own beard care line, which is called Men's Obsidian Hair Care or Care. Adrian, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I get that right? Obsidian Men's Care. There we go. Obsidian Men's Care. He's also a photographer, and I can vouch personally for his photography skills because he's taken pictures of me before for his portfolio, and they came out fire. And then we have Chris, who's just cool as fuck. <laughs> so we got these things on the panel, and we just go hop straight into the questions. How y'all doing this evening? Good. 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 All right, question number one. What makes a good man, and what are your thoughts on a lot of women feeling like there aren't any good men left? Ooh, that's a good one. So I, I'll say that, you know, first of all, you got to you got to know how to cook, got to know how to clean because uh, don't no woman want want to take care of a man. I mean, Come on, Adrian. You, mo- most women. I so, got to snap it up for that one. Because, <laughs> not to like interrupt you, but I feel like when most men say what makes a good woman, they describe things that are basic tasks that all adults should know how to do. Like men that should way. also know how to cook it clean. A bare right, minimum. Because, at, at, yes, at a bare minimum, because like, think about it this way. If she don't cook, now how you don't eat, bro? You, you, you can't eat out every night. I mean, you can, but it ain't going to work out too well. But um, the the trend of there's not good men out there, I wouldn't say, I'm not going to say that it's not 100% true because, like, I'm married. So, you know, I, I'm not on the market. You've and I can't speak for other brothers <laughs> for almost <laughs> going on eight years now. But um, it's it's not a thing. I, I don't believe that you won't be able to find that partner that you, that you want to spend the rest of your life with. I will say that. But do you or any of the other, y'all, other two, do y'all think that, the pool of men who are like at an acceptable standard is truly really small? Or do you think that as some or a lot of men would say, women are just choosing the wrong men, quote unquote? Me personally, um, and this kind of is going to tie into my answer. I, and I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. I low-key think that your a woman's definition of a good man is completely subjective. Because there can be some women who will say, I don't need a man to know how to cook or clean because I can do that. As long as he can provide, I'll be okay. But then you'll have someone who could be like, well, I can't cook or clean. So as long as he can do that, then that can kind of balance me out. So I personally think it's subjective. But as far as the pool of good men, I feel like it can be small. It can be slim because um, as a former ain't shit guy, and I'll oh put my God. as a former ain't shit guy, I mean, it's a level of maturity sometimes. And some niggas don't hit their maturity until, you know, 60, 70. 
but I mean, it's 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 the truth. Like, I didn't hit my maturity until I got married. That was my first time hitting my maturity of seeing what it might actually take. And I mean, I'm no longer married now, but I'm in a relationship, and I'm kind of learning that, you know, some of the stuff that I did experience in my marriage kind of prepared me and matured me in a way to where I can now, I will say, treat a woman better or learn how to tend to a woman better. Chris, I'm so interested in your answer. So I have two things. The first thing that you said about subjectivity is so true, because even for us girls, there's no like set uh, set of traits that we look for when we say we want, uh, we're looking for our perfect man. My perfect man may not be um alicia perfect man or, or Nico perfect man like i i like my man to be a little crazy like you gotta you know keep that thing on you everybody not look at that you know maybe they want like a, a sweet gentleman who's like the pacifist and non-violent not out here busting heads that's not my type but it could be your type and plus i can't cook so i mean it's <laughs> More than a bologna sandwich that's a little bit brown and crispy on the edges, I ain't gotten it for you. So like you say, everybody's out here looking for something different and your perfect person yeah. is subjective and it's highly up to you. But I am curious to know, what advice do you have for people? Because like you said, um, some guys don't mature until they're like flinging Dead. senior citizen peens, 60, <laughs> 70, 80. So since that's you are, are not ashamed to say that you had to go through that process, what advice would you give to the ones that are still stuck in the immature phase so that they can reach the next level of being a good man, quote unquote? Honestly, the biggest thing is karma hits you tenfold, a hundredfold. And it it like it hit it hit like Mike Tyson, prime Mike Tyson. It's, <laughs> and it's gonna hit you and it's gonna hurt. And for me, it took karma hitting me a oh. few times and it took honestly God talking to me and saying, Hey, you see what didn't happen. So choice is yours. You can either switch what you're doing and, you know, maybe reap some good or you can keep going down this path and I can keep, you know, rocking your head left and right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, glad that that happened to you you had bad repercussions but i feel like the ladies listening are gonna like that answer because we want them to suffer after they do bad shit to us <laughs> or am they, i just evil like uh, they, they will <laughs> i mean uh, most guys ain't gonna let you know it but we suffer and i'll be that person to be like yeah we suffer we cry if we mess up and we know that we messed up we'll play hard for like the first week or two and then next thing you know, we'll be down in the dumps. Trust me, it, it hits all guys. Or maybe I can just speak for me. I'll say that. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, you're right, man. No, you're right. Oh, you're right. Oh, you agree? Adrian, did you have a uh, quote-unquote fuckboy face too? Uh, Yeah, and it was kind of like after high school because everybody thought that, you know, especially um, people really thought that I was going to marry, um, you know, somebody that we went to school with. Uh -huh. And so when I, I, I disappeared off of Facebook for like a whole year because that was where like I was just doing whatever, whenever and whoever, uh, because like I wasn't tied down to anybody. 
we were supposed to be on a quote unquote break, but I was just like, if we're not in a relationship, I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want to do. Um, so when I got that out of my system, I was like, man, I can't see how guys do this on a regular basis because I'm like, I'm missing that substance. Like I I need love and affection. I going out to the club, going out to the bar, um, and the one night stands and things of that sort, it, it got played out really quick. And it was just, um, when I reappeared on Facebook, um, and my status was married, I got immediately, I got messages, oh, you married to so-and-so? I'm like, no, uh, that, that ship sailed a long time ago. And, um, and it just took me a while to figure out what I wanted out of life. Um, and that's kind of what I did when, when I disappeared off of social media, like completely, I deleted my Instagram. Um, and it was, it was just a moment for me to find myself uh, because at that point too, I didn't know how to love myself. I knew how to love someone else, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to love myself. And like Chris said, I was suffering because it was a, it was a toxic relationship. Because okay. everybody else saw sunshines and rainbows, but you know they didn't see what happened um, behind the scenes. And I'm not gonna say that was completely her fault because I I reached a point where I was just like I don't give a fuck. And so uh, yeah, that was who it was crazy. I'm glad you got through it. And I'm also glad that y'all are expressing that you feel emotions and you go through things on the emotional side too. Cause I feel like even though we're getting more progressive, it's there's still a stigma about men and black men in particular, being able to express that they actually feel things like normal humans, which is pretty crazy, but. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, well, as far as my fuckboy stage, uh, I tried. Oh, everybody had a fuckboy stage. <laughs> so yeah, I, is this a mandatory thing? Like, is that something every guy has to mandatorily go through, or well, I think it's in puberty. Like, I feel like it's kind of like the stigma that's placed on us. You feel what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> apparently, you know, you ain't like you ain't squat if you ain't smashing any of everybody. You feel what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you are right. Yep, you are right. Me, about me right. personally. Like me personally, I was not raised that way. So I was like, well, I guess that's just what it is. You feel what I'm saying? But I I tried to have that stage. Like I remember I was in I was in a relationship for a good for a good bit. And then we just broke up. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm going to go through this whole whole phase kind of thing. And I couldn't really go through the whole phase because the person who I started the whole phase with, I ended up (laughs) dating them. I was like, ooh. (laughs) Dang. But but I regret it. I regret it to the fullest because that went horribly, like horribly wrong. She cheated. And I was just like, yo, you know, and if you've ever got cheated on by a narcissist, it's a whole different feeling. It's a whole different feeling. Because it's like, I'm telling you, like, yo, I don't like this. This ain't cool. Like, this is how this is making me feel. And basically, she was just like, her actions and everything was like, you don't have a right to feel that way. She was away right, when she did it. On you. Yeah, so it's like, she was away when she did it because she was working out of state. And so I was like, wow. And so, like, basically, it was kind of awesome whole, I'm going to do what I want to do. But when I come back home, we're going to pick back up where we left off at. And you need oh to be okay God. with that. Right, no more. Like, nah. Sound like a nigga. It does. Right, I was like, "Hey, bro, nah, this this ain't it, cuz <laughs> this ain't it, nah." You know, she got that rude awakening when she came back home, and I was like, cold. Like when I yeah. say like cold, like 
you know, apparently, um, apparently people don't like it when they like send you something like via text message or iMessenger or whatever, and you send back an emoji as a response. Oh yeah, that dude be burning them up inside. Like she, I think I had just got my beard lined up. Also, shout out to A High Hair Care because my beard is feeling so amazing. Period. Like, I'm so glad you love your products. Listen, but yeah, so <laughs> I went and got my beard lined up and I put it on Snapchat because I was going to my um my high school's homecoming. Yeah. And she saw it. And so she messaged me talking about, are you going on a date tonight? I was like, no, I'm just going to my school's homecoming. She was like, okay, be safe. And I sent that thumbs up emoji. And that just sent her over the edge. I was like, ooh, <laughs> you mad. <laughs> but no, I agree with my, I agree with, um, with Chris and Adrian. You know, guys, we, we have emotions. We feel it. We really do feel it. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, because I'm, I'm, heavily into the arts you know and it's something that my therapist told me he was like listen when you're really heavily involved in the arts you're more tapped into your emotional side than any other side of your body that makes so sense. so you know people be talking about yeah like when you um like when you had your heart broke what song did you play i'm sitting here looking like nigga i have like five playlists like which playlist do you need right <laughs> you know what i'm saying you want to screw her like, I don't want nothing to do with her playlist. The I'm about to go outside and cry in the rain and do it for a little saint playlist. Like, I'm oh, like, oh, not cry in the rain. Shout out to you mentioning your therapist, too. That's another stigma in the Black community with mental health um, and mental illness. If you need a therapist, there's nothing wrong with that. It don't mean you crazy or you're broken, quote unquote. Everybody needs a therapist. Even if you neurotypical, just having somebody to, to <laughs> there to vent to is good. Since we talk mm -hmm. about whole phases, though, I'm going to go to this question um, about double standards. So oh, everybody <laughs> everybody <laughs> on here basically said that they had a whole phase. I don't know. Um, I don't know about Mayanna, but Charles, I'm with you. <laughs> we were raised basically the same way. Basically, yep. it was like, you know, is this my house or a concentration camp? Is this a, nun a yep. nunnery? So, you know, I, I never had really it. Right. So I never had a whole phase just because that wasn't the way I was raised. And even though I feel like I'm not sure I present on social media now as a very sexual or sexually liberated person. I didn't really get that way until maybe the last five years. So I never really experienced an interest in like just fucking niggas left and right. I don't know if my current self, if I like had the opportunity and I could go back with my current mindset if I would have been more sexually liberated or not but that never happened for me but I would like mm -hmm. to know and Mayanna you can speak to to your experience too before I ask them the question if you want to oh yeah so it's the same as Crystal Charles um we both lived in the same house so it was really strict and everything for me um I was just like Crystal because I was really you know no cussing no sex going to hell burn for an eternity you know, couldn't mm -hmm. even wear certain things, even though I'm getting cheated on, but that's neither here nor there. So he was living his best life, but it was different. I didn't fully blossom or start learning different things until I actually got away from home and went away to school, which is one of the reasons why I did. Even though I hated my college, I went away and I got to experience and figure stuff out on my own from spirituality, sex, learning new things. And I'm not going to lie. I was off the chain in college. Like I, I did what I did. but to me, I just blame it on being shackled up for so long for fucking 18 years when I actually got to leave. 
it was just like I'm relearning everything new. Like I had to learn stuff from friends or niggas, good and bad. So it was different. I wasn't that bad, but I did experience most of my liberation in college. And then still to this day, I still am learning things in my older age, which is crazy. So it was a hindrance, but I'm glad that I discovered it on my own. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. So I can feel the pain, but I, I let loose and let go. Shackles <laughs> off my feet so I can fuck. Okay, Mary Mary. So with that being said, <laughs> so with that being said, do y'all think that there's a that some double standards are okay? Like we all established that most men go through a whole phase. So what do y'all feel about women going through a whole phase? Like, do you think there's a difference between a man having 10 bodies and a woman having 10 bodies? Ooh, and that one is less that. or more okay than the other? Or why or why don't you agree? To me personally, uh, to me personally, I really honestly don't see an issue. I really don't like as far, and it's crazy because even when I have conversations with my homies about stuff like this, you know, and they ask me like, okay, well, if your girl slept with like 10 niggas before she dated you, how would you feel about that? She right. slept with 10 before she dated me. That's it. I don't right. care. That was Ooh. before we, that was before before we got together as far as i'm concerned any bodies that you have before me is the bodies that you have before me that's just that you feel what i'm saying so i mean but but to me personally i feel like you know judging from the conversations that i hear amongst you know guys like you know it's always like oh like oh she's a hoe because she slept with like five dudes and i'm sitting here looking like well my nigga you kind of like ran through 30 bodies and then so <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying too like they be having these crazy numbers like oh if if you look if you breathe in the same room as two niggas you a hoe but they got like ran a train on 100 women in one day <laughs> like <laughs> that doesn't make sense i had one guy actually tell me because he felt like, oh, a woman can be ran through, but a guy can't. So it was like a lady having 10 bodies and a guy having 10 bodies is different. And that's too much for the lady. So he wouldn't date her. And he said, because women are receiving. So stuff is going in them. So that's why it's different for them. Because you, know, you don't know what's in their pussy. Like, you don't know what's going in there. But a man, he's just, you know, putting his dick in her. He's just the output. And I was like, that makes no fucking sense. But rock that fucking boat and take sail. Because that's how you feel. That's I mean, how you feel. I mean, but if you eat in pussy and you let her come in your face and you. <laughs> That's what that I'm saying. Like, if like, she's nasty, that, then you're nasty. Like, exactly. Is something going into you or. I don't know. My mindset is different sometimes. Yeah. So, like, okay. So, like Charles said, it, that there is that double standard. Me, it doesn't bother me. Um, I actually have a, a, a funny experience when I was working at Comcast. Um, one of the, um, my wife's um, past relations, one relationship, he he came into the store and he was like, "Oh, uh, you so and so husband's husband." I was like, "Yeah, oh, we went to school to um, school together." And I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, "Okay, I'm already reading between the lines. What else, bro?" So I had, you know, I had no animosity towards him other than the fact that he was trying to tell me that it was like Ray J. I hit it first. All right, cool, bro. That's okay. What is that? What is that? I, I, I never understood the point of that. Like, I don't either. Chaser. So 
long story short, I had asked my wife about it because I, I just wanted to see what she was gonna say. Because I already I like I already put it in my head, like, well, obviously they had some kind of relation. So I, so I was like, so what's up mm-hmm. with this cat? He, uh, she was like, we went to school together, and I was like, and okay, maybe we did some things. Okay, cool. I just wanted to confirm, you know, what was going on in my mind. It's just like, and so what was the point of that? I was like, no, the, what was the point of him coming up to tell me that he knows you? And here's the kicker. His um, then girlfriend was standing right next to him too. And her oh, facial wow. reaction was priceless when I was like, okay. And I just smiled like, all right, like what, what else what, what was you expecting me to get out of character? Cause all like, right. I get off in 30 minutes, bro. We can meet outside in the parking lot if you want to throw hands for whatever reason. (laughs) That is so weird and disrespectful that he would think that that would even mean something to you. And to say that in front of his current partner, like that's that's what I was gonna say. In front of his girlfriend. (laughs) I know she felt stupid as hell. Like, yeah. Why do y'all think that? Well, I don't know if you know, but why do y'all think that some men feel like being the first or saying that they also hit a girl is like something to brag about. Like, what is that? Is that clout? Like, what is it supposed to do? It's, I feel like it's ego and pride, but let's ask people who have dicks in the room, but I feel like it's ego <laughs> and pride and that they just like to be the first, like that whole king thing and stuff. There's like to have something to brag I about. Conquered, I, yeah. I conquered the United States or, or whatever, however it happened with Christopher mm-hmm. Columbus. It, like, I, I never understood it either. So it was just like, uh, me, I never, I never felt the need to walk up to another man and be like, "Bro, I hit that first. Like, it never crossed my mind because I'm just like, "Okay, why the fuck should he care?" Right, right. And I feel like <laughs> the first person wouldn't even matter. It would, do, for me, it would be the best. Like, so okay, you hit it first. So what? She clearly left you. So exactly. Mm-hmm. It clearly wasn't memorable too well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I honestly, I personally don't understand what the like, the purpose of saying they hit it for. I really don't. And it's never been something that I've bragged about. If anything, it was frowned upon, especially if it's like with your homies or something. Because, I mean, everybody's ran into a homie hopper. And everybody's always, you know, real hush-hush about it. But it's just like, it's one of those things like, okay, you hit it first. That's great congratulations i mean i hit a second (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) we had sex yeah (laughs) that's just weird so i want to ask y'all too why do y'all think there's such a stigma on women being as sexual as men i don't know i think maybe so i guess that whole thing of oh if a girl got so many dicks ran through her or this and this that it's a you know she's loose which I, I don't know about y'all. I ain't never had no loose pussy before. I can't. Sure. I about to say I've never had. I've never had loose pussy. So, and I've been with a girl who didn't slept with over thirty dudes, and it's just like, praise Lord. Yeah, it's just like I mean, if anything, I personally look at it as an experience thing. As long as she was being safe, as long as you know. She getting her monthly checkups as far as like, you know, making sure she ain't got no STDs or nothing or any type of sexually transmitted disease, then it's fine. Just be safe. 
I mean, who knows? Some dude might have showed her something that she gonna do on me. I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> or you know, I might show her something, and you know, she'd be like, you know, this is why you know I I like this now, but I didn't like it before. Like I've had a girl tell me, you know, I don't like having my pussy ate, and I was just like, well, why? Excuse like, me. Yeah, she <laughs> like I don't like having my pussy. Ate. And she said the fact was that, you know, the last dude that did it was rough. Mm. He was biting. And I'm like, Steak oh, eater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 click off. She it, it's, exactly. And it's just like, oh, no. So then I was like, well, you know, let me show you what I know. And literally after it was done, she was like, oh, my God, I've been missing out on us the entire time. I was like, you just got to know somebody who know what they're doing and not nobody that's sitting here trying to I guess bite your clit off. <laughs> oh. take, like he he really took chewing on some bu- chewing on it like some bubble gum <laughs> to a whole another level. Ooh, oh oh my god! Great literal. So do y'all feel like when um man some men do believe in loose loose pussies? Um, I feel like when they say that, I feel like maybe their dick just wasn't big enough, so maybe it just felt loose because they had a little dick. So do y'all <laughs> believe that? <laughs> I really feel like maybe their dick was just small. And then just blaming the, the woman. Like, oh, her pussy was too loose. She's ran through it. Maybe your dick just didn't fit. Maybe she's used to bigger dicks. So, yeah, I feel like that's a thing or what? Well, yeah, I mean, so I... Like I said, I never had anything loose. <laughs> I, I know we used to make those jokes back in high school. Girl, you loose mm-hmm. the goose or something like that. Yeah, loose but, the goose. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are rude as Look, as teenagers, we were it, it was ingrained in us to make fun, poke fun, and find some some kind of deficiency and make fun of it. Like <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with it. When I look back, I was like, damn, I really treated that girl wrong. Um, <laughs> now since we already talking about uh sex, let's get to the question that I was gonna say for last. But before we get to that question. I got a special surprise pop quiz question for y'all. Oh. So I hope you're ready. 42. I sucked at <laughs> quizzes in school. I ain't trying to do this right now. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Name Ooh. the major parts of a no, vagina havers. Nope, I quit. I quit. Ooh. So you got, of course, the clitoris. Um... I would say labia, and then what's that? Oh, I'm trying to think of the other thing. Google it, man. <laughs> Just Google it. Don't Google. You can't. I'm not, I promise you I'm not Googling it, but I do know clitoris, labia, and then there's one more that I can't think of off the top of my head, but I'll I, stop. I, yeah, I'll stop. <laughs> Anybody want to help your, your, your brother out? I was gonna say the I was gonna say the cervix, but I don't know if that would count. So you, nobody will not be hitting my cervix. This shit feels like getting electrocuted. Jesus, yikes! <laughs> Adrian, you ain't got nothing to add. Nope, I told you I quit before you even finished the question. <laughs> Look, when I took bi- uh, biology and then what was that? Um, that class in college that. I, I didn't pay attention, so yeah, no. Oh my god! 
I can I can say okay, this is where I don't go. This is where I do go. This is a hit or miss. <laughs> okay, I can tell you that much. Well, Chris actually did pretty good. He got most of it. So of course, there's the clitoris. Then you have your labia minora majora, the the clitoral hood, the G spot, y'all. I was expecting at least one of y'all to say that shit. And then the urethra. Yay, biology lesson. And I didn't want to say, ooh, what's the thing they pee out of? Because I, I would have sound real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so. Not the thing you pee out of. Wow. <laughs> the thing they pee out of. <laughs> oh, and of course the vagina, but I feel like I already knew that part. Yeah. So the question was, do you believe that? I was just kidding. That's not the question. What do you know about the <laughs> orgasm gap and how do you think that men can improve their performance when it comes to heteronormative sex? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you, can get as, you can get as graphic or as informative and educational as you need. Ooh, I know this one. <laughs> but, oh, so, l- let me take a stab at it real quick before I forget. So I think that it's, it's huge. Uh, that gap is huge. And only like I'm not gonna sit here and tell y'all that it, you know I I was magnificent the whole time. Like I was terrible. I was just like I'm done. What you waiting for? Type of oh deal, my god! Right? So, so like you so wait so you didn't care if she got off or not, or you were just too lazy, or I didn't. I at that time I didn't care. Like Adrian, like said, you know, shame on you. But at least you've improved. Yeah, shame. But yeah, because like it came with listening. And I wasn't listening Ooh. to like that, you know, that 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 whole year. And I was just like, I'm just do whatever the hell I'm gonna do and screw whoever. And oh so like there was, and so like when I first got married, um, like it almost became the same situation. And then she was like, No, I need you to do this. And I'm just like, you know, in the back of my mind, like, why the hell I want to do this? And then I had to realize, like, well, she's giving me all the answers to the test, right. like there's no reason why you should fail and so that goes into like just being in any kind of relationship if you're not listening to your partner Mm. um and it doesn't even have to be heterosexual i just feel like in any kind of relationship if you're not listening to the person you know giving you that information then do are you really listening or you know are you really doing your part in that relationship um because they can be telling you things that you are doing wrong and if you don't care two shits you know, you're just going to keep going. You just just keep on digging that hole. And so, like, um, you just, uh, it just goes to say that you just need to listen to your partner. Um, Listening is it's, a great it's, tip. Yeah. For exactly. When it comes to sex. I think I said this before on social media, but my current mm-hmm. partner is the only person that has ever made me come. Like, my past partners, it's kind of like, if I tell you to put me in a crypt with crossface, why are you hitting me with a tombstone pile driver? Like, I just told you what, what to do. you doing. You already got your own game plan in your head. So First of all, these predictions, though. God. What kind of street fighter no, 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 no. you having? No, and that was just like a, like a safe analogy. But okay, how about this? <laughs> if I tell you I want a chicken sandwich, why are you making me a burger? How about that? We playing Street Fighter while you have it. Like, what? what? Street Fighter? Right, like, I'm about to message Dre, like, hey, bro, uh, <laughs> you, got a, you got a book you wrote or something? Because I need that study guy, man. 
<laughs> you got pictures in it. You got pictures. Husband wise, going over his grave. You like pictures. But to Adrian's point, listen is definitely a good um tip to help straight men improve during sex. Because the so for the listeners who don't know, the orgasm gap is uh based around statistical research where it was found that straight women are the are the least likely group of um any gender or sexuality to orgasm. So that means mm-hmm. that we're coming less than gay women, we're coming less than gay men, we're coming less than straight men. And what is the reason? The common denominator, which is straight niggas. So and dogs, that's why we're having yeah. this conversation so that um y'all can kind of help y'all fellow man out. So Chris and Charles, please, please. Y'all got to say? <laughs> um I would have to I would have to agree with uh with Adrian who really listen. Um it's so funny. I was having the conversation um with the lady well with the female one time I told her, I said, Yeah, you know, um, this woman who I used to fuck with like way back in the day, like back in 2015, I'm like, she literally taught me how to eat pussy. And it's so like it's funny when you hear it because you're like, how in the world? I'm like, no, nigga, like when I say she really taught me, like she I was kind of like Adrian, like I was like rough. I was like, yeah, I'm doing something. And she was just like, you really know, just stop. And I was just like, bruh, she literally told me, she said, listen, by the time I'm finished with you, you're going to, you're going to start eating pussy for your enjoyment. And I was like, Ooh. okay, yeah, I doubt. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I doubt that. I doubt that. And when she got finished with me, now I'm like, shoot, I'm cool. I don't need to come up for air. I am completely fine down here. I am completely fine. Like she was like, listen. Hey, she said, I'm gonna make a man out of you. That's exactly <laughs> what she did. And I was like, and now whenever I do it, it's like, it's like little, she was like, look, you need to do this. You need to, you know, suck on this. You need to swirl your tongue like this. You need to do this. You have hands, use your fingers. Like she gave me like a whole, she gave me like a whole entire book on it. And I was just like, yo. And now, you know, like, I know one time I was giving this girl head and she was like, I've never been able to come from head. I'm like, oh, okay. And when I got finished, she was just like, oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. And she looked at me. She was like, why does it look like you just got out the shower? I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> Yo. <Ooh. laughs> no, but seriously, though, it's, it's pretty much like, you know, listen you know, listen to your partner. You feel what I'm saying? Like really like listen to your partner. If your partner tells you, Hey, listen, you know, um, if I tell you that I'm, I I'm almost there, don't move. Or if I say right there, that doesn't mean you start doing your own thing. Like, no, nigga, you need to stay right there. Like don't do anything different. I'm not one of those whole, you know, I'm going to get mine. So I hope you get yours type person. Like, nah, like I'm a full fledged pleaser. So it's like, yo, like, you know, I'll get mine, but I'm not going to get mine until I know that I gave you yours. You feel what I'm saying? So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of how I am. I was about to say, um, Miami, it sounds like your eyebrows raised a little bit, but that's neither here. Don't be flirting with my, don't be flirting with Miami. Don't be flirting with her on these chairs. I, I want to know because these niggas didn't hear this because it is a struggle out here. You know, I'm used to some 
Don't say monkeys in public. Some niggas uh, laying on the bed. <laughs> oh no! Monkey freezer. I don't care. I'm sick of these niggas when it's time to have sex. They just like he was saying. They just try to get their own. They don't care if you get yours. They just want to be catered to. And so for me, I can never get mine. Um, so it's like when they get in the bed and they lay there with their hands behind the head, we all know that means that they want some head, but they don't do anything for me. They maybe eat pussy for like 0.59999 milliseconds and then they'll just be back and laying down. So it's nice to hear that some people actually have the magic word of listening and the concept of 50-50, like when you're having sex. So it's not just one person doing all the work, you're making sure both y'all get what y'all came for. So it's nice to hear some niggas have some sense nowadays because it is really hard out these in the streets. Yep. So something to take away from what Charles just said and what Mayanna just said, because they were kind of saying the same thing is besides listen to what I'm hearing is that foreplay is really important. Yes. And by foreplay, that don't just mm-hmm. mean, like Mayanna said, the nigga lean back and you suck his dick and then he just stick it in. Guys, only... First of all, only think wow. 30% of women um, can orgasm from penetration alone. So if you want to mm-hmm. even warm her up to the point where she can even feel like she's about to accomplish that, of course you mm-hmm. have to. It's like, why would you, like if you go to the, the pool and there's no water in the pool, you're not going to get on the diving board and do a triple backflip. They're going to they do a triple backflip. They're going to jump in. <laughs> They're going to no, they, 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 they they see it too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they, they got warning signs for that. It's only because people have tried it. So, yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm with... <laughs> yeah, I'm sure so there's going to be... If your girl other, other is dry, try. don't try to do a triple backflip and jump in. You got to do some foreplay first to warm her up before y'all actually get to the the penetration. And the Girl, second thing that I learned from Charles' story is that don't watch porn. Like, learn Ooh. how to please a woman from another a, a, an actual woman. Like, you feel that, that spirit like, in the room, huh? So you Which feel that? that spirit in the room. Say it again. You said, "Don't watch what?" Because <laughs> I don't know if y'all. I mean, I personally don't watch straight porn because the way they be eating pussy just looks like, nigga. I know she she faking every single moan. Like that shit don't yeah. even look appealing at like all. Watching a dog eat kibble. <laughs> <laughs> dog eat kibble I'm so weak that man. so please don't get your don't think that that real sex is like porn just get advice from like an actual human woman if you can and they hate that they won't do it that's the thing they get advice from their other non-having ass homeboys not all the time but so I just going around in a circle oh well, it must be the bitch cause I'm doing my part I'm getting mine and she's just unsatisfied so well that's bro, a good thing take, listen to it don't take you long to get yours so like unless something wrong with you like <laughs> the nigga shit i don't i think that yeah. it takes an average woman like 20 minutes to achieve orgasm no, I think. Saying, yeah that orgasm niggas can't even last like five minutes not being long they can't even last like a minute Annoying. I was about to say, yeah, women's orgasm. And y'all know who y'all is. Y'all can't last but a minute, if not 30 seconds. So. <laughs> Chris, what were you saying? I was going to say that orgasm time for women is definitely, well, I ain't going to say it's always longer, but it just literally depends on foreplay. And another thing I was going to say is foreplay isn't just eating pussy. 
It's definitely Ooh. kissing, it's touching, it's caressing, mm-hmm. it's saying things in our ear. It's, you know, you got to do all that stuff. Like, it's not just, oh, pull your pants down, let me, you know, eat the box. And <laughs> the thing I was going to leave with of this whole question is a statistic for y'all. Did y'all know over 60% of women have not had an orgasm by the age of 30? Yes, and that's that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I started dating my current partner when I was 24, 25. Mm-hmm. And that was like my first experience having an orgasm. Like I thought my coochie was broken. The first time it happened to mm-hmm. me, I thought a bitch thought I was dying. Like I thought I was finna send to the pearly gates. Because I never felt that shit before and didn't like really know what <laughs> like I didn't know what the feeling would be like. So I was like, um, do I need to call 911? Like, what's happening? So here's the last question for y'all. So on the last episode of Whole Talk, the podcast, we had a panel of LGBTQIA guests, and we mm-hmm. talked about the baby's comments at Rolling Loud. So I want to ask y'all, how do you think that we can stop, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, straight men like the baby from perpetuating harmful ideologies? And how do you think that we as a c- community can better the relationship between straight Black men and queer Black folks? Because a lot of Queer black people feel like straight men are the main antagonists, which usually they are. Mm-hmm. And bonus side, do y'all feel like men, straight men who are going so hard against the queer community, are they secretly undercover themselves? Do you feel like people just naturally have hate? Because I feel like they be just sucking dick and don't want to say it. But that's going along with the question, too. What are y'all's thoughts on that? <laughs> I personally think that, you know, those dudes that just go so hard for just the hate. They probably are second dick in the parking lot. Like Woo! you Thank you. <laughs> they, they probably are second dick in the parking lot. And, and I mean, it's just one of those things that I mean, I, honestly, it's it's 2021, yo. If you can't love your partner or love somebody else and just accept them for who they are, and just go fall down a cliff. I don't know. Go like, like, traffic. Blindfold it. I mean, because I mean it's just <laughs> It shouldn't be that hard to just accept somebody, especially if they're not bothering you. Like, that's the main thing to me. Like, people will be like, oh, I don't want to hang around him because he's gay. What you think he going to try you? He probably not because he probably think you ugly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, like, it's crazy. Personally, even in the conversations I've had with some people about the baby's comments, I was like, I felt like it shouldn't have been said. Like, it's like, no. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, I think it was a post going around, like, if gay people can cancel the baby, why can't we cancel Lil Nas X? And I'm like, well, what has Lil Nas X done to us in the straight community? Exactly. I saw that post, too. That's what we, I don't know if y'all uh, listened to the um, the episode that we just did with the queer panel, but that was basically what we said, too. Like, there's a difference mm-hmm. between just being gay and existing and being straight and being actively homophobic. Hateful. Hateful, yeah, yeah. hate speech. Well, y'all, this episode was so fun. I hope y'all had fun too. Definitely. Had a lot of, fun. Oh, of course, I have fun. <laughs> well, everyone, that's our 30 minutes. So stay holy and stay beautiful. See y'all later. <laughs>